with the Burlesque Podcast. Woohoo! I'm Lily Von Stuck. This is Chris Beyond. Say hi, Chris Beyond. Hi, Chris Beyond. Oh, I love it when you remember do. that old joke. I do. I love the, uh, the old jokes are all I care about. I'm not even gonna lie. That's the shit that I live for. Um, so yeah, it's the Burlesque Podcast. We are broadcasting via Zoom right now on Facebook uh, to be heard later on uh, the other internet thing that is all sound as opposed to sound and movie picture. Um, but yeah, Chris, it's great to see you. You as well. I'm, um, I'm, in fact, I'm, because we're in the, the future now, I'm going to move you over so I'm looking at you where I'm looking. You're going to move me in the little gallery thing? There you go. Those are there so amazing. Hi, Chad Allen just joined us in the, in the Zoom as well. Hi, Chad. It is good to see you. I have you muted, so I won't be able to hear you. Um, but if you have any questions, raise your hand. I'll see that, and we'll be happy to answer them. Especially if you're sure. Especially if you're, ah! That's an old so, joke. Um, um, I, uh, I wanted to have the podcast come back, sort of, but I didn't really want to have the podcast come back. I wanted to talk about some of the crap that we're going on because of this whole coronavirus. And I was like, well, I have a podcast that's been up in the past. I should probably use that rather than start another one. So last week I interviewed Blanche and we talked about copyright for music. Um, and this week we're reuniting and we're going to talk about um, ambiance for video and live production and how to make the world a better place if we're all going to try to be selling our stuff online. And um, that's why I was like, let's us talk again, Chris, because production value is something that I think you bring a lot of. I try. <laughs> you know, when, when you're doing, I mean, like, you know, it, if you don't know who Chris is, you don't know your history, but I'll give you a brief. He has been doing Peep Show Menagerie now for, since 2008? Yeah, it'll be, uh, in August, it'll be 12 years. So 12 years Peep Show Menagerie, private productions, you do shows at Adult Con, you do shows at, uh, what's the other con? Uh, Midsummer Scream. Midsummer Scream. Um, we just yeah. did the Long Beach uh, uh, comic book convention. Yeah, uh, so I mean, yeah. you know, you, you've got a good history of live production as well as, um, as well as online. If you have not been over to the Peep Show Menagerie um, YouTube page, you're missing a lot. Um, I'm sorry, I'm adjusting my camera. It's so <laughs> confusing to have cameras on. Um, but you, your YouTube page for Peep Show Menagerie has a lot of great post-production on it. Um, you use a lot of different video tools. You use a lot, like even the lighting that you have right now is fantastic in this room. Hi, Sheila. Sheila's just coming in. I'm bringing her in. Hey. Um, so what we want to talk about is how do you make your room look good? How do you make this look like it's something people should want to pay for as opposed to, and again, I hate saying it, but begging for dollars yeah you know i there's the the i keep making the joke of an online panhandling um on yeah online pandemic handling is what i keep That's saying <laughs> i couldn't get it right uh, but but we are more than just ask for tips but we also have to have better production value if we're going to do that yeah. we have to offer something more than here's me with my camera static in the side of the room and i'm just standing here taking my clothes off at a crappy angle with the camera so if, if someone is trying to move into this, where should we start to go, how do we make it all work for them, Chris? Do we start with the background? Do we start with lighting? Do we start with camera angles? Well, I guess, I guess it, um, there's a lot of uh, different ways of coming at this. I, I'd say obvi obviously the first thing, as we know, start with you, make yourself presentable for them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. yes. <laughs> like um, I'm attempting to right now, for example, but uh, but I'll get into some of these little things uh, in a little bit. Um, but you know, like uh, like uh, so you, you know what you are doing, you know what you want to do, you know, I mean, you know, um, that you want to entertain. You have to understand before you get to the end what the end goal is. Are you doing something just for fun, or are you doing something that you actually want to like try to make money on? And, um, and a lot of that's just like what we're already doing in shows, which is trying to stand out. So like the shows, I would have like a crazy flyer with all this stuff, you know, shooting at you hoping that uh, it gets your attention. And, uh, and since we now have a lot more people doing this, I mean, I hate to say it now because I, I used to like when, when people started doing this, um, I was trying to stop at every single one. 
and look at, you know, look at what they're doing. There's now so many people doing it, which is actually great in my mind, <laughs> but it is hard to like stop and give each one of them that time, which, you know, they do deserve because so many people are doing it. It's just hard to, okay, I got to kind of have to schedule out my, my, my live productions now. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing that I, excuse me, here's the thing that I'm drinking Dr. Pepper. So I just belched. That was so oh, classy. Yeah. Um, we always keep thing, it classy. I, I do keep it classy. That's, that's me. I put the asshole in classy. Oh, I don't know if that's how that works. Um, the, the thing that I find interesting about all of this is not only are we in a time where we're trying to rebuild our audience in a different way, we now have a national or international audience and we're oh, not yeah. competing with the 27 shows in LA. We're now competing internationally with every yeah. show that's ever been up. That's literally so, what I'm talking about too. Yeah. So how do we, how do we find what is our best production, our best idea? How do we put forward what it is that's going to be? I mean, in burlesque shows in general, if you did a general burlesque show, audiences didn't turn up as much because they were like, oh, it's bump and grind. But if it was like the Cherry Potter show or, you know, something like that, it, it, draw, it draws more attention to it. But how, how do we do that in a video setting that is not post-production? Yeah, it's, it, it, well, first you start off with, um, let, let's, let's go by a basic thing. Actually, I'll use an example of um, one of our peep show things that we just did, you okay. know, where Angie just put up, uh, my co-producer Angie Cakes, um, she put up a, a video of her, you know, go-go dancing, basically, a basic video of her go-go dancing in the house and everything, and posted that, and this goes on that topic um, from your last uh podcast but yeah it did get flagged eventually for music but refer yeah. to that <laughs> refer to that so we can just avoid the, those uh um, those speech points here uh but yeah but you know like and i'm like well that's great let, let me uh put that up on our on our on our youtube channel and i'll dress it up a little bit because even though it's a tall video that's another thing i'll talk about in a little bit okay uh, this is going to be post-production of what she did yeah it's exactly. not streaming live to youtube yeah well, I'm going by the very basic thing. So if you're, if you're doing a very basic thing of you, um, you know, performing in your living room or wherever, you know, um, do keep that in mind, widescreen versus tall screen. Tall screen is, is great for, for um, you know, for Facebook or even Instagram, not as tall on Instagram. Um, but do know that if you're going to do something on YouTube, it's probably better to do the regular widescreen because screen vertical okay because then you get like a full screen for everyone and a lot of people are now watching these shows i've watched some of these on on my big screen here that's in front of me i, I can watch these things like on regular you know television services i can mirror my mac on my tv too so i'm seeing you in in 60 inch yeah 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 uh well you know you should see me when i stand up <laughs> joke i missed this <laughs> so so yeah so what i did is i addressed that in the post-production for for facebook just because i wanted to stand out a little bit more so i gave it kind of a a retro kind of you know vibe you know like like gleam of, of like the old loops of old or whatever so so taking a very basic video i was able to to do something that worked for that and we've gotten tons of views because of that you know for i mean for for our channel that's still trying to you know get up there you know and so that's a very basic thing, but then there's the other thing of, of like, let's say if you want to go a little further than that, which I would suggest for, for most people, especially if they're trying to, to charge for stuff, because our thing went up there for free. We're not going to, yeah. um, we can't charge for it. <laughs> um, but I would definitely say, you know, think about your background, think about, you know, what kind of backdrops you want to use. Like I have a whole list of things here in front of me we can go through. So let's talk about that. Let's say, uh, hi, I'm Lily and I want to set up in my bedroom so that I can put video out and hopefully make some money um, either through tips or maybe I have a Patreon page. Mm -hmm. You know, in my room, I have a professional backdrop back here. Yeah. It, is, it is a full, you know, tubular slide up, pins go in, curtain, everything hangs. What do I do if I don't have that? Um, in my room, I have a very faked professional background. <laughs> if, if, you, if this camera were to move you know, slightly to the left or right, they'll see like a, a very messy room currently. Well, I mean, I'm going to move mine because you're going to see that in mine as well. There's yeah. my door and there's my, my closet. Yeah, same basic idea. Yeah. yeah. 
So, I mean, it, that's all the illusion of there, but exactly. how do I hang shit? Do I just pin material into my wall? Is that good enough? Well, it depends on what you have available. Like I, I would definitely, uh, if you have clamps, use them, use them a lot. I know not everybody has that, but yeah, if it comes down to it, pinning stuff to the wall, um, tape, if you're not afraid of uh, the, yeah, whatever the tape you're using to peel the, the paint away. <laughs> you know? But I don't need to go behind it. I can just tack something to my wall so I have yeah. a, a piece of clean material behind yeah. me at best. Am yeah. I better to go dark or light? Because like right um, now, my the, hair is like, you can't see my hair. Yeah. I know that, I think I have one in here, hang tight. You can keep talking, I'm gonna get up. Um, well, I'm wearing black against a, a black um, backdrop, so it's the same idea here. And again, you, the, the end goal. You've what, what got kind of, light on your backdrop right now, so you yeah. pop out from that. A little bit. Because, like, I'm thinking that if I've got this flat back, if I do something like that uh -huh. with a little bit of light behind me, I yeah. pop off the screen then because I've got backlighting. You do, and also gives you a different feel, and that's the, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I'm trying to present, like, this kind of dark feel with um, some different colors going on but if you do that like like right there um, that gives you a different feel than, than the darker background and that's good though for what kind of um, message you want to show like do you want to do something that's really really lighthearted, or do you want to do something that's almost spooky or do you want to do something that's like almost like you know playboy channel from the 1980s that used a lot of shadows and uh, right. you know colors and stuff I, I, I guess that's kind of I'm getting a lot of this from so, this and horror movies. <laughs> if you're listening to this right now and not watching the Zoom, which is over at our Facebook page, we're not putting videos up on our main oh, sure. page. It's over at our Facebook page. Essentially, I'm four feet away from my backdrop. And all I did there was drop a light below me about a foot to the right and let it shine up behind me so that I popped off the screen. Yeah. Chris right now has a disco ball effect going on <laughs> with like squiggly red and blue lighting, which gives a real, it, to me, it gives like a boudoir, um, sexy kind of feel like, um, oh. I want to say like Austin Powers kind of the way you've got your glasses and you're standing there, you know, <laughs> looking like a man of mystery with your shirt on half, you know. It's a full aesthetic look. It's not where like in my room, I have one light on in front of me, my face is glowing. I mean, I wouldn't want to strip in this type of lighting because I think I would look like I'm, you know, blown out and glowy. I mean, I also have, I have a ring light that has three different colors. That one is gold. This one, or that one was, hold on. This is blue. This is Amber and this is goldenrod, I think is what it's called. And it gives Whoa. three different skin tones on me. Um, so, I mean, things like that are going to be really important when you're looking at how is your costume going to stand out from the back and your spatial relation to where you are in the room. Um, what are the things should they think about for lighting? I mean, incandescent light is not the best and fluorescent light is terrible. <laughs> LED is probably going to be the most true lighting you can get at home, right? I don't think you can see them behind me. I do have a, some like basic Halloween LEDs. Yeah, it's, it's a little off yeah. camera right there. I do have some basic LEDs like behind me that are just white Halloween lighting. Um, or actually, these are probably Christmas lighting now that I think of it. Um, you know, like, uh, think of, like, well, think of movies that you like and like, how, how can you best, or, or like when you're on stage, what lighting do you like best and do you have access to anything like that? Um, for most people, it's probably easiest to, to play with shadows, um, to get that kind of feel. So they're not, uh, you know, like, uh, like most people aren't going to be like totally like, like, like you, cause they don't yeah. have that kind of setup. So, so yeah, if they, if they're, if they're in the living room or something like that, like, you know, ha maybe not have every single light on, maybe have just the lights that illuminate you enough and obviously to test the stuff first. Yeah, don't, don't, don't that, that's the other thing that I see too is I don't yeah. think people are doing that at all right so. now and it's like you should spend a lot of time with you know I don't know if you know this but you can live screen, stream on Facebook just to yourself you can yeah. do a post to only me so you I, can set up a room and be watching it so that you can see what it looks like before you go live and go oh my god that's not what it looked like on my phone when exactly. I videotaped myself so I, I have my own uh, test group just for me 
Yeah, <laughs> I mean, true. You could do like a live stream for four friends, make a little group up and just have five people come in and all look at each other's lighting and go, yeah. do I look like a floating ghost? Or, you know, because <laughs> I mean, a lot of times you're going to think this is going to look fantastic. And then when it's done, it's like going, that is the ugliest bra I've ever made in my life. Oh, uh, well, I have seen like with some people stuff, and, and it's not disparaging anyone because everyone's just learning this. They're, they're oh, we're, yeah. to learn all this stuff. Um, but, you know, there's some stuff that just looks like you know, oh, it, it's um, it looks like, you know, it's it, it's their 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 performance room for the moment, but maybe it was like the uh, the, the the kids' playroom, like like maybe. <laughs> See, there you go. Now you have David Lynch look right I there, have and that's appropriate. light on right now, and it yeah. is the most horrid thing ever. Um, and depending <laughs> on where it is in the camera is going to be also pretty crappy for you when you're, when you're setting this all up. But that gets into my weird little lighting test that we did. So, so let's talk about that. Like, um, every once in a while, um, on my Facebook page, you'll see like some random weird thing. And this is actually the first ones were me just testing my, my different cameras that I had, um, where I just was focusing on, uh, um, uh, on, on this terrible, um, statue of, uh, Cinderella that I have. <laughs> I, I bought it from like, you know, like a, a dollar store and it was just painted badly. So she had this kind of look on her, on her face. Uh-huh. And so I put those up and people like, what is this about? You know, and I'm like, oh, it's just, you know, it's Cinderella. That's all. <laughs> you, know, just, you know, just hang out with her. Um, she won't talk to you. Um, and so, so then we did that LED party recently. And, uh, and that for me, you know, apart from just like playing appropriate music for the, for the moment, um that was me just creating like a little room to test all sorts of lighting on because i right yeah you know, at this point i already knew what was was going on i'm like oh i'm gonna have to start like up, bumping my game up too um which is for those stuff because i before this all happened i was me and a couple friends within the scene are, are starting up a production company like specifically to do these little things like really inspired by old you know burlesque loops from the 50s through 70s or whatever 40s through 70s really in our case and right. um but now I can't. <laughs> so, so I use that little camera thing. So what can I do with this webcam that I've had forever that I never used? And so like I, as you saw that thing, like I would just like throw on different lights all the time and it was all fun and good. But for me, I was also in the back of my mind thinking, okay, so this is like some different effects I can get with just like really cheap lighting. Like uh, I have, a, so the lights you see behind me, like uh, for, for listeners, um, I have like these two different uh, rotating um, colored lights behind me, one red, one blue, very Suspiria for anyone who knows their movies. <laughs> and, um, and, and, and just, like, I got those like on sale, like after Halloween. Yeah. And I'm always looking for that kind of stuff. And if you can find like cheap, like nice, like these are uh, fairly nice lights and they, they project a lot, you know, like far. Mm-hmm. Um, they're meant to project on houses. <laughs> you know? Cool. Um, but, I, but I've started seeing people like use them, like our friend Micah, like he, he was using that recently. Very cool. You know, and uh, and I don't know if you saw, I, I put up a video like at the last Beehoff, um, Burles Call of Fame, uh, where I just lit up the room with those things. I'm like, oh yeah, this would look kind of neat. Like yeah, I, could, I could do a video shoot with this kind of stuff. So really what we're thinking about is you need a good backdrop or yeah. a back surrounding. Maybe you're in front of your curtains because your neighbors can't see in. And so you've got some cool leopard print curtains or something in the background. And you've got some varying lighting around the room. In my particular room right now, I have the ring light right in front of me. And I also have a professional photo light, which yeah. is shot up to the ceiling and bouncing some light back down. So it's not directly on me. I would be even whiter. Um, so maybe it is setting a light six feet to your left, two feet to your right, one a foot and a half behind you that has a pink glow to it or whatever color. I mean, you can put scarves and, and light material in front of a light and give it a color if you want to. I mean, I yeah. remember being a kid, we used to have our, our light in the room and we would always throw our scarves over it and watch the, the pattern of the colors of the scarves on the, on the top. That's going to give you some ambiance too, so that you're not just a bare naked woman in, in the burlesque uh, <laughs> thing, standing in bright light in front of a camera seven feet away from it. Yeah. Um, oh, and, and with that, I would also add, like, I obviously don't mean on the direct, like if it's a regular light bulb, not on the light bulb itself, but like, yeah, yeah not on the light bulb, on the shade around it. Yeah. Don't, exactly. don't put anything right on a light bulb. Um, yeah. If you have gels, 
you can use those. I don't, you know, if, if you've had your own production company, bring your gels inside and clamp them to the outside of your light. Yeah. Um, you know, if you got one of those work lights in your garage because your husband does construction, yeah. bring oh, that, you know, clamp a scarf draping down from the front of that and shoot some light down in a different color. Make, make texture in the room the way you make texture in your clothing. Yeah, think about like, because a lot of people have this stuff and they don't think about it. Like, think yeah. about those Christmas lights. Think about those uh, Halloween lights. How can you use them with without being... A lot of what we do in a weird way is inherently cheesy in a good way. And uh, yeah. But but uh, but think about how, how can you do that where, where um, it still looks like camera nice and, and just adds like a little bit. Like, sometimes you don't need something blaring. Sometimes you just need those little things. And... Uh, or, or if you have, if you have a bag of balloons, like if we're gonna go with Dixie Evans right here. You know, balloons will solve. <laughs> like you can make a backdrop with uh, balloons back there, and if you have lights on the side, lighting those yeah. as well, then those it's can kind of help disperse like in different ways as well. Um, um, if you're quarantined with somebody else, even better. Yeah, if you're quarantined with somebody else who can do camera work for you and things like that, you're really lucky. If yeah. not, selfie sticks are your friend. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. A stationary camera is only as good as you being able to think about that person in front of you yeah. and that that camera is that person and you have to constantly be moving to and fro to, to, to and fro. Really? I just became yeah. grandmother um, moving to it and away from it so that you've got movement within what you're doing. Don't just stand and strip. That's as boring as standing and stripping on stage. Yeah. Try to get a room that's at least six feet wide so you can have some movement mm -hmm. in each direction. Don't drop down and do floor work. Oh my God, I saw that recently. Yeah, that, that was actually the thing I was talking about recently. I don't know if it's the same the thing. The camera is stationary and it's literally from the knees to the top of their head, and then all of a sudden they drop down to do floor work. And oh, all I can see is their <laughs> eyes and above, and their hair flipping occasionally. And I just was like, "Oh, I have to send a note after this." By the way, the, another um, advantage to having another person, if you if you do, yeah. um, is that person can also run, like ha like hold a light with the other hand if, if they're handy enough, you know to do such a thing, but they can have like, you know, like a flashlight or something like that, or like under their armpit, like while they're yeah, <laughs> doing other stuff. You absolutely. Know? And if you don't have a selfie stick, you know, you can actually tape around your phone, wrap your phone up below where the camera is with a washcloth and then tape it tight to a stick. Yeah. And you've got a semi-stick that you can move around with. TikTok people have been amazing to watch because they are like, I mean, friggin' geniuses when you watch how they do some of their stuff where all of a sudden there's a mirror on the floor and then they put water on the mirror and then they drop blue liquid on it and then they put their camera down so it reflects through the water and the blue and then you're behind it and it looks like you're dancing on water and you're literally like, fucking genius. Mm -hmm. um, literally, it's just camera tricks that people have been using forever in, in photos and videos. I just gave one away, by the way. Um, <laughs> but, but don't be a afraid to go, where should this camera be? It shouldn't necessarily be straight in front of you either because exactly. an audience doesn't stand straight in front of you. Audiences are down about midsection is where their head is and angled up slightly. Now that may make you look like you have nine chins when you walk up to it. So make sure you're also looking at where that camera is placed within the room. Um, and if you have editing abilities, and that's something I'll probably go into in the next podcast, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, that could also help too. Like if you if you oh, I love the first half of this act, but but then when I did it again, the second mm -hmm. half is better. You know, put them together. <laughs> and remember, you can record while you're Facebook living something um, by you know using your computer to Facebook live it, and then setting your camera up elsewhere to film it from a different angle, and then strip it five more times after you're off the Facebook live edit something together and put it up on YouTube. You may not be able to advertise it if it's not your music, but you now have a piece up for people to go, wow, that's amazing. I want to see her the next time she goes live. Um, oh, so speaking of old school tricks, um, like also like, a, you know, it's a weird thing to say in burlesque, but, but it is an influence, the Little Rascals. You know, the, the Little Rascals were like such a huge influence on me as a little kid because they made me want to like make the, between them and the Muppets, I, I wanted to make 
like, oh, I want to make a show, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and, and I, I think about like Little Rascals in that, you know, like they had, you know, they, they built these sets that were made to look like they're made by kids. You know, like, you know, in, in our case, like, you know, people have cardboard boxes around. They hopefully they have like paint and paintbrushes around. You know, they could make their own like DIY on purpose, even, you know, like shabby oh. chic, you know, <laughs> sets. Yeah, I mean, behind when them. I think about some of the stuff that you made for Peep Show, and now you're artistic. I'm not saying it's shabby chic, but you made a lot of the things you made so that they weren't these intricate, perfect, amazing. They were they were more fluid so that from the audience they looked great and up close they looked okay but it was really not it was smoke and mirrors sometimes yeah by the way if you have a if you have a smoke machine in your house if you have oh yeah yeah use them don't be afraid um put a bubble machine on behind you have fun with this stuff but honestly to me the thing is people aren't running through it before they put it on stage <laughs> it's it's well, they might be, but in a different way. They're not necessarily doing it for the camera as much. Yeah, and that, that is the thing. You have yeah. to know where your audience is at all time. Last week, we talked to Sheila about it, and one of the things that I love about Sheila is because she's been in the strip clubs, she knows how to look at a camera and go, that is my audience right there, the most important person in the world. And yeah. it's weird because you want to look at yourself to make sure you're doing stuff, but when you're looking at the camera, you're going to bring them right into your bedroom, your living room, your kitchen, wherever you're doing your... And and by the way, if you've got a cute kitchen, I love watching the kit, the kitchen strip teases and the silly fake... Yeah, I've seen some really oh, nice God, ones. Some of those are so cute. Um, and you can do it alone. Um, it's just harder. It's a lot harder. So what are some of the things that you use if you're, if you're going to do rather than live post-production? Are there programs with filters people can buy? Are there, what can we recommend? Oh, there's cool so stuff? much. Like, um, I personally use um, two different uh, programs. Uh, one's called you know, Final Cut Pro X, which is actually old now. Um, oh, I forget the name of the, the there's, there's a new standard and of, I, of course, I'm forget, forgetting the name of it, um, but we'll put a link to it later. <laughs> uh, there's that. Um, I, I have like a really simple program. I always, um, if people are just looking for something like really, you know, like uh, I have to look over this uh, setup I have over she here. Just mentioned she uses something called Video Shop on her phone. Yeah, Video she Shop. Uh, there's have color changing bulbs at Home Depot. So, you know, if you uh, move Avi is one that I, that I recommend to people too for really simple stuff and it has really nice filters on it and everything. What is it well. called? Move Avi. Is it relatively inexpensive? It's $75 now. I got it on special though. So maybe if you wait for things to go on sale, is that they can a be able full to... license or would that be a partial license? I think that's a full license there. Okay. Uh, but you still get add-ons. Yeah, that everything adds up if you get the more and more stuff you get. But it has some really basic stuff. It has like really nice light leaks, which are great for hiding things between edits. You know? <laughs> like, Explain what uh, that is, because I mean, I use iMovie still because I've been Apple forever, and they've mm -hmm. got some transitions they've got some stuff hey dre welcome um just so you know you will not have audio in here to talk to us just messages if you want to let us know anything and yeah. thanks for joining um so i mean i do like transitions in video editing very simply by doing here's a diffusion or here's a swash or here's a whatever um so is this like relatively easy to use or is it like some of the programs where you could just put a filter across the whole thing like you do on Instagram? I find that one to be really easy to use um, but it's also you know I'm used to editing music and, right. <laughs> I know. and my own my own radio show even before we were doing the, the podcast because I didn't edit, edit the podcast yeah. Um, but yeah like um, so but I, I love pro programs that like let you see the waveform of the audio because I kind of use that as my my you know editing beats as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Editing, yeah. editing audio and editing, editing video on a beat is really important. Yeah. And that's the thing I'm doing right now is it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm editing literally like to try to make everything fit because, you know, like, uh, in, in the case where I'm editing things that, that are done two different ways to the same music, like you, you have to find both the, the beat of what's going on and then you find those best pieces that, that go together. So sometimes you have to move the video around a little bit just so it kind of matches like when you're doing transitions and right. everything, going from one to the other to, to be as smooth as possible. Oh, I, I, 
I just thought of something that I, uh, I thought we should mention. One thing not to use for lighting. I'd really highly recommend not to use candles. Yeah, no, yeah, don't ever because use fire. You're already thinking about yourself. You're already thinking about the camera. You're already thinking about moves you're doing. Like, you don't want to have to also think about like, okay, so when I'm done, I'll put out that fire that I when I just accidentally knocked that candle over. Let's <laughs> and catch your cost the costume on fire, especially if yeah, it's small so. I mean, maybe if you're outdoors and it's like around a like a pool or something like that, sure, you know, just don't fall in the pool. Make a small space look bigger. Yeah, like um, oh, I missed the very first part of what you said. Sorry. How can you make a small space look bigger when you're filming? Um, it kind of depends on what kind of camera you're you're using there. If you're using a standard iPhone, maybe it is without going into the iPhone 11 or 10, which has like everything on it. Yeah. Are there angles that will make it look better by, you know, taping it in a corner? Um, yeah, well, most cameras have like e even um, standard, you know, like, like a camera I use has like a natural uh, fisheye sort of effect to it that I have to correct afterwards. I didn't okay. know that for a long time. <laughs> So I realized like, oh wait, this looks like so much better like when I when I apply this to it. Um, most do are pretty good about that. Like this webcam I'm using here right now, for example, I, I would say that this is probably an appropriate one to use for for if you wanted to tape like an actor or something like that. Okay. Um, this is like a hundred fifty dollar webcam though that I got. I, I was look for sales. I'm so cheap. <laughs> you know, like I think I got it for seventy five bucks. Um, but most are pretty good and they're, they're made for that So, like 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 this thing i it took me a while to, to like find the, the angle i was like happy with because it made everything look so big right you know like and you do whereas like where i'm sitting i feel very flat because i'm literally just using my camera phone yeah that's it um plus you're shrinking well i leaned back <laughs> i know i, know. I forward <laughs> and i'm giant okay exactly I can't wait to try to do the audio on this because I keep leaning forward and back and I'm going to be like, at least I'm not screaming because my left ear finally unblocked. And I think that's the thing because there's no real standard, you know, right. with, with all these cameras, you just have to find what works best for yours. Do a lot of tests. I mean, there's nothing wrong with like taking like an hour and just like, okay, how does it look over here? How does it look over there? Like, I think an hour stand. is, I think an hour is very short. That's very short, but I'm just saying <laughs> I mean, for I most people. <laughs> Think about how long it took you to be able to take your bra off and turn at the same time smoothly. Think yeah. about how long it took you to drop it off your shoulder without feeling clunky. You're going to have to learn lighting. You're going to have to learn sound. We'll talk about that in a second. You're going to have to learn, you know, five more skill sets to be able to do this and have it look good. Yeah. Um, and most sound. people aren't used to this. Most people are and. and Rightfully yeah. And by the way, thank you to all of the musicians that are out there recording music that we've stripped to for years. Thank you to the sound people and the lighting people who basically made us look good and sound good on stage because now we're doing it all. We're the musician, we're the sound person, we're the lighting person. We're now our makeup person as well. Sometimes we had makeup people there. Um, we're styling our own wigs right now or getting drop-offs on our front porch. Um, you know, sound. Okay. Like right now I have, excuse me, I have a computer pointed at me with the, the, um, backdrop behind me. I have a speaker system cause Eddie just did a show. You're probably seeing very close to my ear. Sorry about that. Um, Eddie did a show. I don't know what song this is, but Eddie has a, Eddie has an audio program for all of his music for his magic shows. Um, Somebody told me the <laughs> I'm only gonna play a little of this, but Wait a second, I just got a, I got this, is coming, this is coming from the back towards the mic, and so it's gonna be a lot more powerful facing the mic than if I have it here. Yeah. Can you hear the difference in that audio? I can barely hear it. Now I can't hear you. Did I mute myself? You did for a second. It's okay. Yeah. So, I mean, where you even put your speaker in the room is something you should be playing with and video. Okay. I'm going to turn that off because I don't want to get in trouble for uh, having <laughs> <laughs> You've been flagged. <laughs> I've already been flagged with it. Well, yeah. that, that was the thing uh, when I did that, like, uh, 
that little, um, you know, basically like I, I created a little set for this little online party thing that we did. Yeah. yeah I just had like a, a monkey in a corner watching uh, my phone, basically like dressed with a TV dressed around it. It was really cute. And I'm like, everyone's like, oh, I love this song. I love this song. But they weren't saying, which what I when I went back and I, I downloaded it all, it was like, oh, by the way, your sound is terrible. Well, <laughs> and it will be because exactly. we're not we're not mixing it into the video it is yeah. echoing from somewhere in the room because even um, though there's, there's a nice microphone on this thing hopefully i sound okay you sound um, great i i'm using my regular computer everything yeah because um, this this is one that a lot of like uh youtubers like use and everything but but um but i don't have i'm sure most of them actually have like a whole other microphone that they use and uh, that's the thing it was like i did exactly what you were doing i had i had the the um the speaker off to the side yeah, and this thing's like pointing inside essentially this little room I made, um, which is probably also dampening the sound even more. And I listen, and I'm like, oh, great. So I'm actually going to be posting it on our YouTube thing, but um, using um, just actual, the actual music <laughs> that, right. that I use. I can't monetize it for obvious reasons. Yeah. <laughs> and of, and yeah. that, that's the other thing you have to remember. If you're doing something live through one of the programs that has licensing, which we talked about, there are programs out there for that. Yeah. Um, you can be live. Um, you can't necessarily ask for money or ask for tips if it's yeah. music you don't own. But at the same time, if it goes up on your YouTube channel as a little mini video that you made with the music, you can still put in there, hey, I do live streaming shows. Go check out my Patreon. You yeah. can't say, give me money because then you're using it commercially. But if you say, if you like what this looks like, here's other work I do, go over there, you're not going to get yourself necessarily in trouble. It's, it's a technicality to keep you from being caught asking for money for copyright that you're infringing. Um, so there's that's, a, that's a trade-off too. Like, um, actually, that, that goes into another point of, of um, a lot of the people getting flagged. Um, just for putting up, just, you know, the, the, putting up their fun videos that they're not, not meaning to make yeah. money off of on Facebook. I would definitely say the workaround for that is YouTube. Do it on YouTube first, because then at least you'll have that music protection when it goes through YouTube. Then you post a link and it may not be a live thing on Facebook unless you, I mean, you can still stream live on YouTube yeah. and then post that on Facebook but at least it won't get flagged if you do it because if you do it directly on Facebook, you'll get flagged and it'll, they'll take the audio out. If you do it on YouTube, usually what'll happen is it'll get flagged, but it'll say it's okay because we'll run our own ads over it right. and you can't make any money. Right. So that's the trade-off. So you're, you're, you're basically giving them permission to be, because you're using their music <laughs> uh -huh. to, to, to make money off of you. So like you can't make right. any money at all. Like they, they do. Um, and then you can use that link and put that on Facebook and then you're protected by the YouTube link. So it's a workaround. So that way you can put it up on Facebook. You just can't do it with your thing. Yeah. It's just because if you were to put it live on Facebook, they'll definitely, they'll flag because They don't have a system for that. Yeah. Sorry about that. I just had an intruder come in. Oh, <laughs> intruder. <laughs> I don't have a dog. Um, yeah, no, um, have dinner without me. I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> I think you forgot I was recording a podcast. That's a really tall dog, Lily. <laughs> it's a very tall dog. Thank you. <laughs> um, a quick aside, like I, I was uh, in editing this this thing I'm, I'm doing. like. Um, and this, Sheila is right. Prince and a couple other people will automatically just be taken down. They will not. Oh, yeah, yeah. Prince. Not, uh, I, um, some people are just not licensed at all. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Prince, the Beatles, for sure. And yeah. uh, and uh, what did, uh, I was just told, uh, Guns N' Roses as well. <laughs> I'm guessing Metallica, because why wouldn't Metallica do that? Um, I would assume, yeah, Michael Jackson. <laughs> well, Metallica was the original Napster. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, that's right. <laughs> and poopers. by the way, I have a fuck Napster shirt from Dr. Dre that I keep thinking I'm going to put up when that all happened. The, Dr. Dre sent it. I think it was Dr. Dre. Oh. Because uh, it was him and Napster that got together and sued them. And he had the fuck Napster shirts. And I just found it not too long ago. And I'm like, I'm fucking going to sell that on eBay. So uh -huh. funny. Um, so I'm trying to say, oh, another thing. If you have access to a backyard, um, you know, like during this quarantine, not everyone does. But if you do, that's another set you can yeah. use. That's very um, true. I've done yeah. a couple things for my hot tub. There I, you I'm go. Doing, um, how I, I heard about that. My hot tub. 
<laughs> I'm doing how I got sued in my hot tub. That's what it is. And I'm reading, I'm reading stuff that I uh, rewrote. The last one was the, the Lilacs, I speak for the vaginas um, that we did at Monday Night Tea. So I read that whole 12 minute story, which was all of the breaks in between all of the acts. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, and that's another thing, by the way, when you're reading books online, you're breaking the law as well oh, yeah. if it's being videotaped yeah if it's being streamed it's fine but if it's videotaped you're also you're also doing that well, most people are doing it you know like like just for fun and helping you know cure the yeah. boredom thing like, and I but people that, have but, to remember that yeah. you know you you can't record a book it's it's copyrighted words and people forget that too so yeah. some other fun production ideas for things that people can do. What other, what other cool things can they do in their surroundings? We've, we've talked about lighting and creating texture with lighting by having it behind you or in front of you. Different colors create different, like, I love the mood of yours. You almost look, I would love to see that lighting with like caramel knowledge in her, in her uh, oh, yeah. detail. Cause it looks like she's underwater. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, she could do a whole strip too. Well, I don't know how much you could strip in a, in a, mermaid costume but i even have a, i don't know if this was showing up i have a green one down here as well it is now that you've backed up so how you've got two behind you essentially and one like in front to the side correct uh let's see oh well, i have a um, actual um desk lamp off to the side as well so that's where like the little the slight brightness yeah. is coming from on one side um but that's pointed away from me so i'm actually right. in, a, in a dark room that is covered with like a yeah, all these like uh, moving lights all around me everything. I set mine yeah. up for a classroom. I didn't send mine up for a cool seduction or a, yeah. my, my, my lighting is set up so that you can see my face. Yeah. If you need to read my lips, you probably can. But, but I've been in there and while it's a small room, it's still more than big enough for, for this type of thing that we're talking about. Well, I'm not actually in the room that you've been in before. Right now I'm currently in my bedroom. Oh, okay. That's different. One foot away from the wall, or I'm sorry, three feet away from the wall because I have a dresser behind me and my TV is back oh, okay, here. Okay, okay. It looks about the um, same. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm probably, my camera is probably six feet away from the backdrop. And I've got about four feet on each side. And then I've still got another four feet in front of me because luckily I have a really long room. Um, so if I wanted to do a striptease in here, I could move my camera out and I would probably have nine feet by eight feet, maybe 10 feet by nine feet even. I, um, I'd also recommend to people like to, to do, you and I are research crazy, mm -hmm. um, to do their homework and, and look at other, what, what, what non-burlesque people are doing, like on YouTube, like look up different shows, um, look at old uh, loops. Like I would say, especially uh, anything that's comparable to today, and maybe look at like some 1960s, 1970s old, like you know, teasy loops. Now you can, you can, I mean, you can find something a little harder than that you know, yeah. in different places. You're, in fact, to find these kind of things, you probably have to look in some of those places to find some of those examples. But that's kind of what we have to go on, especially if you're getting to the color era, and that's what we're dealing with here. And most of those older like Betty Page style loops were not filmed in color for the most part. Some of them were. No, so the lighting was set up for black and white, which was completely yeah. different. Yeah. Like uh, e even the color ones were kind of still set up for black and white. <laughs> the lighting itself. <laughs> so, so, um, so live streaming, simple background, decent lighting, some light in front yeah. of you, some light behind you. Be creative. Like, uh, think of like, like, and also know that the audience, like, like, uh, I think that's another thing that's great. It's like we're seeing a lot of people that are appreciative of this stuff, you know, and, and the audience will go along with you when you when you, yes. when you try to experiment and do some different stuff and, and talk to them like, oh, what did you like about that? What didn't you like about that? What, what could I, what could I do? I have to be careful about the wording here because we know some people, <laughs> but regarding the actual setup itself, like what can I do to make this even yeah. more fun and, and silly and, and, and maybe repackage later for selling or, or, or just package it right away for selling. Yeah. Again, think about camera angles. Yeah. Think about um, off to the left, off to the right, lighting off to the left, off to the right. Don't think like right now, everything is in front of me. My main light is off to the right by about a foot and a half bouncing up down. My main, my other light is right in front of me. If I had those in different sides of the room, it would be a completely different feel in here. So play with where your lights are in your room. Play with 
color on one and maybe white on the other. Remember that anytime you do greens and reds for lighting, it turns things brown. Um, so try to maybe stay away from those colors. Or, or, or at the very least, um, keep them separate. Like, yeah. Because uh, like, like I'm doing here with the, the, the blue and the red over here, you know, if you, if you can position them in such a way that they're not blending totally yeah. together. Because in the middle here, you know, I'm pretty dark right here yeah uh, but think of that and you can use that stuff too you know and you can use those objects or or like created objects you know to 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 use those to kind of bathe and light a little bit too and use those shadows and everything there's 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 so much that people have that they don't realize they can use you know you know it's all about you know a lot of it's like hiding really <laughs> just hiding the flaws by where you point the light and everything sorry eddie i didn't see you in the waiting room i let you in um, not that Eddie, the Eddie laser. Um, oh, okay. so here's an interesting thing too. One of the things that we used to do at Monday Night Teas was shadow box. Um, Lux was amazing with that. If you've got a white sheet, a black light, or I mean, I mean a white sheet and about six feet and a bright light, you yeah. can hang your sheet. You can dance right almost in front of the sheet, have the light yeah. behind you, and you can videotape it from across the room. And it's going to look spectacular because you're going to look like you're shadow dancing. And so, there's so many different things you can do with that, too. You can have, like, sort of like what you have on the side. You can have curtains coming up in the front of it, you know, yeah. if you wanted to. You know, you can have, you can have um, some kind of paper or cardboard yeah. cut out around the side. Yeah, hang lights so you have an actual tiered uh structure of um trying to think if i have any paper in here i don't to explain what i'm talking about essentially though if you've, got, if you've got your drape against the wall you're funny chris if you've got your drape against the wall and then you've got two other drapes like this you've got texture to go behind and come out of as well so mm -hmm. you can play with that and pretend you have a fake curtain just make sure you nail it into your ceiling or clamp it onto something really well um, if you've got any of the knot lights from uh, uh, Ikea, any of them that has a base and a pole that goes straight up and the light on the top, you got something to clamp to. You yeah. can put two of those on the side of the room, clamp it together, put a light in both of those and create soft backlighting, and then put your main light in front of you. You've created a fake stage that way. Um, yeah. You know, rolling garment rack, all of those things become amazing. Use your shower curtain if your bathroom's big enough. You can drape it over your shower curtain. Um, so, the, I mean, there's a lot of options to make it look like you're not just in your bedroom. And again, I mean, you know, there are many performers that I would love to see sitting at the foot of their bed, taking their clothes off and dancing in the room in front of it and putting their gloves in their dresser and sitting down and putting their, I mean, that's a gorgeous, that's a gorgeous old Sally Rand or Gypsy Rose Lee scene. Um, those are fantastic. So, you know, use any of those that you have options to. You know, if you got a great shower, do a strip tease in your shower. Yep. You know, you can still do a-, a And you can still add lights. Scene. Just don't put the lights inside the, the shower yeah, don't, don't put the lights in the shower. <laughs> feed the tuna to the, to the fish. Or exactly. feed the mayonnaise to the tuna. That's what yeah. I mean. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of- ways to create things. You just have to think outside the box. Um, mm -hmm. If you have a tall ladder, you have that leaning against the wall with a piece of material clamped to that and the material coming out or your Christmas lights stringed across that. I mean, I could do Christmas lights on this behind me and have them hanging down in the center here. I could do tinsel if I have the old Christmas decorations. All of those things are ways of creating a different background, something that is more than I'm standing in front of a sheet. And that's really, that's really what we've got to get to for people to want to give us money. Again, I say it all the time. Yeah. Our fans are like, it sucks. You can't work. Here's $5. But imagine, imagine if you could say, we're charging $20 because it's going to go from me center stage to her center stage to her center stage. And every one of us is in this amazing experience for you to watch. Um, I would tell people this is, this is how, uh, I mean, it, this is forcing a lot of us to do the stuff that we always talk about or think yes. about doing um, because we should you know, for a lot of us, we should be thinking outside of um, just the stage. We should be thinking about merchandise. This is part of merchandising, 
it know, is. This, this is giving you now another avenue because this kind of thing can happen, you know, like what, what's going to happen or, you know, like I have photo clients, like you and I've talked about that where like they have photos saved for a rainy day or, or, or an older day when, oh, they, they can't, when they don't feel comfortable shooting anymore, you know? <laughs> so they have like a backlog of, of things that they'll release later when they feel more comfortable about it, you know, or if emergencies happen. I, I still haven't gotten that call yet, but I thought, it, <laughs> but you know, this is also going to teach performers how to do basic editing to create their reels. Um, take some time to learn basic audio so that you can mix your own music if you want to. Again, not all of us have the pandemic luxury of not having to work. And I'm going to cry as I say this because I have so many friends that are on the front lines right now in the medical industry. Mm. And I fear for their lives. I've already lost three people to COVID-19. And it's, it's awful. Yeah, we just had our first family member um, get it too, so. Yeah, and um, you know, I'm not saying you have to write a novel, but we've got the luxury right now of having some extra time. And there's a lot of things you can do with that time even if it's just to understand it better so that when we come back out of this, we can talk more intelligently with the people that we're doing um, uh, work with. It's like, I know that when I talk with Chuck, I can say, I want a Harrell style look here, or I wanted this style, or Chris and I will do something. And I'm like, oh, do you mean this or that? Because now I understand the way that lighting works. I may not be able to light my own set and shoot myself, but I certainly understand a hair light now, as opposed to not having a hair light, like I don't right now, and my yeah. hair is blending into the back. So, I mean, we have... We have something that is a gift if you want to look at that way. And learning these things and understanding it, when we get back to live shows again, is going to come in handy because you're not going to go, I was asked how I want my stage lighting. If you buy a book on stage lighting right now so that you can figure out how to do lighting in your own room to film yourself, imagine how much better it's going to be when we're back on live stages as well. So, I mean... Again, I'm not saying you have to learn it all or you have to understand it all or you have to be, but we have the opportunity to learn more language and to be better communicators in our art so that we can have better collaborations. Um, yeah, so I mean. And, and speaking of collaborations too, like, um, I mean, this is again, like something I'm getting into, not to plug myself too much here, um, but yeah, I, I, I'm moving towards, you know, video stuff because, you know, just between all the production stuff, it's, it's so hard to, fit in the, the photo stuff, especially when I'm, you know, doing stuff for trade. Um, if you have somebody that you can collaborate with that already does like a lot of stuff, you know, yes. like, um, you know, I, I've been telling friends, hey, I, we're available now because now I have a little production company, you know, yeah. and uh, which came out the right time, didn't it? When we can't go, at it, go to anybody. <laughs> but once things like calm down a little bit, you know, hopefully, um, then yeah, like see if you can collaborate with, with people and make, make things happen. Call me if you're if you're local. <laughs> you know? Can I can I mention what you said you were gonna do, which made me laugh? Oh, what was which which what was that? Well, I don't want to give away the idea in case somebody else starts doing it right now. So I'm I'm not sure if I should even say this, but you were gonna come over to my house, remember? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's fine. So Chris was like, let's do a photo shoot. And I'm like, how are we gonna do that? And he's like, I'll just drive by and you just like pose in your window and we'll take some cool peep show type into your window like a peeping tom kind of thing and did it and i'm like that's awesome social distancing of course exactly. now we have a don't travel at all anymore yeah. and i was like that would be absolutely amazing so if you got someone in the neighborhood you work with you can be doing shit like that yep. I'm, I'm like that's crazy it, it's 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 a, you know you, you use what we got and, and create i mean you know, it's it's okay to be silly in everything we do, yeah, but you know, you can, you can go from moody to comedy, to, and again, the lighting all helps with that stuff. You know, and not uh, all of it's going to be good. Create some bad oh, art yeah. right now. We have some time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. You have to experiment. You have to keep trying yeah. and trying and see what works and what works for you. You know, and like I like this look. And again, it, it's not you know pooing on and anyone anyone else doing um you know, just the, the stuff in their bedrooms. Cause like some of that's like great too. 
is it's just uh you know dressing it and if you especially if you want to try to eventually monetize it in some way then it's something to think about like now and as your end goal right yeah anything else we should touch on right now well oh about the uh, (laughs) (laughs) does peep show have any shows coming up oh yes well every we have every what do you say online is there anything? Um, well, I, we, we do have um, um, a thing I'm editing together, Best of, best of Burlesque Land, because it's the first Burlesque Land I've had to, to delay. Yeah. And uh, currently we're, we're delayed till uh, uh, May 28th in Los Angeles. But uh, Fingers we'll crossed. If, exactly. <laughs> and um, I shouldn't be clicking something on, on air here. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, so 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 we're gonna have a best of burlesque land um, video put up on YouTube, and hopefully, you know, we'll uh, set up some some kind of way for people to. Are you shooting for a day on that or not? Uh, I'm like sure. whenever you get it done. Uh, probably whenever I get it done, but it, but it's looking like early midweek next week. So um, let's say it will be up by two weeks from now for sure. For sure, yeah, yeah. Um, and hopefully next week. Yeah. yeah. The, the only reason I say that is you like I, where it's all of a sudden I'm like, Hey, I'm almost done with this. And then all of a sudden another project falls in and I'm like, Oh, I got to finish that first. Well, then, um, yeah. Cause I, cause we're also simultaneously developing these other things. These other things are actually in development before all this stuff. Not, not the burlesque land thing, but we had all these uh, programs we we're working on. And then this thing fell on us and it just it made it really hard to do those. So now we're kind of scrambling and doing these little things because we're just you know trying to ramp up stuff on our youtube channel just be you know especially now with all this going on what is your youtube channel if people want to find it oh it's uh youtube.com forward slash peep show menagerie peep show menagerie on youtube you might have heard of it i have i've actually heard (laughs) i've heard of it a lot i've actually been in that show a couple times i believe you've been in it i believe you've hosted it yeah (laughs) i i have done that as well and again being annette and chubby in in the uh because instead of annette and cubby my boyfriend and i were annette and chubby you were kind enough to to let the video perform and i you know it's a it's a wonderful memory we all went to disneyland as well um you know it's it's amazing um, which I hope someday we'll get to do that again. <laughs> and oh my gosh, that just just on that point, like, um, and again, that's something to talk about like more next week as well. But it's like those early videos versus like, I mean, like, you know, it was just a technology even just 10 years ago, you know, like the quality of videos then versus like yeah. even an iPhone, what an iPhone can do today. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I'm editing between today these. They are, are what professional cameras were 10 years ago. It's frightening to think about that. Yeah. I mean, even even this video right here on this computer, I'm like, I can't believe how great it is. But then again, I had a phone where I had to press a number three times to get a letter. So <laughs> I had a disc camera. Do you remember those with the round? I still have some of them. I, I still have one that's undeveloped. And, I, and the last, um, it was a few years ago, but the, the last uh, people that were developing them, um, you know, stopped doing it. And I, and I want to know what's on there. Like, I, 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 you know, I mean, I was a really little kid. <laughs> in this yeah. No, actually, no, I take that back. We were, we were, I was probably in junior high, maybe. Do you think you can still get prints off of those? I'm not sure. I mean, they're, they're technically negatives, but you just have yeah. to get them actually processed they're to at least get that. Weird. They're just so. weird. It was, it, I loved them. I thought it was most amazing because they were like little viewfinders. Yeah. I mean, it just made it even more, that more portable for, for everybody. But um, I guess the, the point of all this is like, uh, don't be afraid to, to uh, experiment and be weird and just, I mean, do it for yourself first and yeah. see how that looks to you and say, oh, okay, so what can I change about what's, what's in my surroundings? to make it that much more so I don't feel like, and that's, an, that's another, we didn't even talk about this, the privacy issues. Like what if something accidentally shows up on camera? I think most people are aware of that kind of thing, but just in case, like if a camera goes the wrong angle or something like that and something shows that you don't want, want it to show. Yeah. You know. Well, that, that's the hard thing about live and being in the restrictions of some of the, uh, Eddie Laser just said you can get prints of those still. Oh, there you go. The lab that does. Oh, Eddie, we have to talk later. I have a, I have a <laughs> Disney, you, Disneyland in 19, probably 76, I think. Um, so I may have to get that printed because it's <laughs> the last photos I have of my mom and I. Um, I know. Let's bring that down. Um, 
oh, hey, this was really fun. And Lily started talking about dead people again. Well, um, but we're, we are speaking over everyone being sick. <laughs> right yeah, I, again, States, so. I mean, yeah. And, and two, there's a part of me right now that is like, there's a pandemic going on and people are dying on a daily basis. But we do have to keep living. I mean, yeah. just because we're locked in our houses doesn't mean we don't want to create art or we shouldn't create art or we shouldn't find happiness. We're allowed to have those things. And I mean, right now, I would love to be able to hug you and Sheila and Eddie and, and just be like, yay, I can't do this, but this is good. I've got hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's going to work. Um, okay, so um, production oh. value, anything else? Uh, maybe uh, one last thing. Um, don't feel, be afraid, since you're not on stage right now, uh, to, to mix the things you like together. Like, like, uh, let's uh, actually, let's point at um, a friend of ours, Dizzy Von Dam, mm -hmm. uh, who did a, a, an act on stage. She didn't get, didn't get to do it on our stage, but um, well, plenty of times on your stage, you know, where, where the paint it black number. Oh, yeah. Yeah, painting and, uh, you know, mixed mediums, put it put together. Like, Honestly, if you ever wanted to do a splash act or a water act or a blood act, now is the time to do it in the privacy of your home so that exactly. no one else has to get dirty doing it. So, exactly. yeah, I mean, absolutely. Do all the fucking glitter pours you want, girl. You, you know, I just... It's, it's, probably, a whole other, it's probably a whole other podcast, but like, uh, you know, there, there are places that you can go to sell them, but you have to be aware that a lot of those places... Well, again, you know, if you want to shoot porn right now as well, that's great. But here's what I'm going to say. Learn how to shoot porn. Learn how to shoot video. Learn how to edit. Um, you know, gonzo porn and gonzo burlesque, which is what I've been kind of calling it privately, which now I've outed myself. Um, gonzo was, it's shot at home by the average person. It's not a really polished act. It's not a, but are we still talking about Dizzy Von Dam's act? No, no, no. It's a different audience. Different so concept. the idea is, you know, if you keep upping your production value, you keep up, upping your, your value in general, um, you know, you're, you're going to make more money. You're going to make yeah. more money when we come out from this. Make sure you shoot reels. Make sure you have little mini videos now. Label everything on your computer so you can find it later. So oh, yeah. Let's say we come back and Peep Show comes back and they're like, I'm looking for an act that does X, Y, and Z. You've got video right now to go, here's video of my act. It was shot in my living room, but doesn't it look great? And Chris will go, that's the best act ever. I want to book it. And then you can go, oh, and by the way, here's the 15 second teaser you can put out on Instagram. You go. And I'm like, now I really want to book you, <laughs> you know? So you've, you've, got, you've got some time possibly if you're serious about your career, you've got to figure out how to use that time to build the other sides of this. You know, Gypsy Rosalie toured with a trailer tractor behind her. Dita Von Tees tours with a fucking bus with all of her props. You know, she understands the lighting. She comes in and works with the director. You're gonna wanna know all of these things to make it to the top because that's what's gonna make your act better and more bookable later. And I can tell you, I mean, literally from assisting on Adida Von T's shoot, you know, everything on camera there was nice and straight and, and you know, and, and clean, but everything around us was, of course. You know, was kind of a messy room, you know? Because it is, it's an illusion. It's smoke and mirror. Yeah. It's, it's, exactly. the, it's the vision that we create for people. All right. Um, I think, I think that's that, a lot for today. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, I could really go on, but I think, you know, there's other avenues you can go into with this, but yeah, I think it's a good starter kit. Would there be any websites? There's a lot of different tech sites for movie makers, for things like that, that we should maybe link to for people, for resources, possibly? Uh, maybe I, I could look up some, um, I believe. I'm, I mean, just on YouTube. YouTube is such a like, library now. Yeah, I mean, how do I do great lighting? Search yeah. that on YouTube and start there. And you'll find um, a lot of great links, actually. For yeah, I, you know, it's just like going, how do I do drag makeup? You're going to find some good stuff. You're going to find some bad stuff. And every time you watch something, you're going to go, oh, there's a little trick. No, actually, that's how they do it. <laughs> you know, if you've ever been on a movie set, you walk in and you're like, this is the most just 
what the fuck are they? Why is that there? And it's like, oh, well, that's because that's the light that's going to light this. Well, that's the light that's going to light that. We're going to cut. The camera's going to move from there to there. And it's like, oh, okay, that makes exactly. sense. So it's just kind of finding some stuff that's behind the scenes to understand it. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to sign off now. Um, uh, on behalf of the Burlesque Podcast, I have been Lily Von Stupp. This has been Chris Beyond, and uh, we're coming back next week, same time, and we're going to have uh, MC Kingfish, also known as Jim Sweeney from Hubba Hubba Review, and I think he's got a show. I don't know if this will go up before that show goes up, but they're doing shows every Friday night to benefit the DNA Lounge because... If we don't have venues to go back to, there won't be burlesque after this. Yeah. So we're going to be talking with him about what it's like to lose the place you've been for over a decade and wonder if it's going to be there when we come back. So we'll be talking with him and about the shows that he's doing live from the DNA. I think it's he's really a good sequel to this. He's calling it Burlesque Piece Theater, I think it is. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's wonderful. He's dressed up and he introduces videos and they come out and they dance and he does outros and intros and it's, it's a wonderful production. So I'm looking forward to talking with him next week. Um, Chris, we'll talk to you. And again, on behalf of the Burlesque Podcast, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.